Well, what is up, everybody? In Boston this weekend. Normally, I'd be so psyched at the Sox games and the Patriots games were happening. But I have a feeling that's going to result in zero ticket sales for me. <laughs> Fuck, I wouldn't go to my show. If I had the opportunity, if you were telling me you can either go perform at your show or you can go watch the game, I'd be like, hey, well, I'd prefer not to go to my own show. Unfortunately, uh, they're kind of a stickler for you showing up to your own shit. You know what I'm saying? Tell me something good. Tell me that you love me, yeah. Tell me something good. Tell me that you like it, yeah. Well, everybody, lots to talk to you about today. Where to start? I might even get into some controversial shit that people are going to hate me for. But you know what? It's time. Um, it's time just to... Uh, yeah. It won't be too controversial. You know me. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get myself situated in this sweet-ass hotel room. I was... You know, there's a strike here in Boston for some of the hotel workers are there um, asking for, I guess, better wages and some guaranteed hours <sighs> and uh, just better working conditions, I guess. Tim. And uh, most of the big hotel chains are part of that, like the Marriott and stuff. And I was staying over at the Westin at the convention center because the comedy club is in that hotel. And because there's no workers, there's no food in the... It's a huge hotel. There's no food. There's just one Irish pub. Like, I think it's called MJ O'Connor's or something. But, you know, there's only so many days in a row I can eat chicken fingers. And so the the housekeeping are like top-level executives that they've flown in from around the country. True. The head of sales for Marriott was working house cleaning on my floor. It, it was it was like a bunch of old white dudes. It's not what you see usually pushing that house cleaning cart. This really well put together Asian lady. Like I was like, what's going on? It was pretty it was pretty funny. Um but uh so I, I switched hotels and now Karma Police Radiohead. Come on doesn't get a lot better than this song. Um, so I was over there. I switched hotels. This is a bomb-ass hotel. And they brought me up. Complimentary. Three beers. Some pretzel sticks, which I think, you know, the long ones. Not the tiny ones. But the long, the long like, the ones that you used to fake were a cigar when you were a kid. 
know what I mean? You put them in your mouth. They sent me a, a like a bunch of those in some queso. Like they knew I smoke weed. Uh, and I'm gonna eat the shit out of that when I get back from my. I might even have a beer. I, I'm gonna tell you the honest truth. Let me think about this. The last time I had a beer, got to be five years, six years, a full beer, maybe more, maybe more. I just stopped drinking beer. I mean, I'll drink some tequila every now and then, but I stopped drinking in general. Not not because I'm like anti-drinking. I it just started to make me feel like shit, you know, and we didn't. That was the big turn for me, for sure. But here in this beautiful hotel in Boston this weekend, psyched for the Red Sox, Astros. Unfortunately, I'm going to miss both games because I'm going to be on. Here's how bad my ticket sales are going to be. On Saturday and Sunday, the game starts when my first show starts and doesn't end until after my second show has started. So I'm going to have to find the 80 people in Boston who don't care about the Red Sox and then try to convince those people that they should come to my show. Oh, boy. I'll let you guys know how fucking depressed. Because usually these shows, you can't get tickets. You can't get them sold out. But then I even saw the club tweeting today, come to the show. And I was like, no. That's always a bad sign. You can tell how well your ticket sales are doing by how frantic the tweets get from the place you're performing. Uh, I, By the way, and I think there's a chance I'm going to get off Instagram for a little bit. As much as I am enjoying doing the Joshua parenting tips. Uh, well, let me just kind of give you a rundown of what's been going on. Um, I have been, it's been really interesting. I've been uh, taking some pretty big... Uh, Hits professionally recently. Just some, just some minor fuck yous. Uh, let me give, kind of give you a rundown of what's been going on. Again, right now, I've never been better at what I do. I'm more honest. I'm more centered. I'm more grounded. I'm funnier. I've never been colder. I've never been colder in Hollywood in my life than I am right now. Never been colder. But uh, this week we went out and pitched. Um, this week. The last couple of weeks. I'm sorry I burped. We went out and pitched kind of my life story to ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox. Um, the pitch was so good. One of the better pitches I've ever thrown in there. And I know a bunch of family shows they bought. Um, and part of it is that we got out in the season too late. Um, but they bought a lot of made up. Like I have three seasons worth of real stories, you know, they all passed on my show. And a lot of it is just because nobody gives a fuck who I am. And so they passed on the show at the same time. I had a script, um, that I wrote with uh, Zach Brown attached to executive produce and kind of uh, it's a it's a show based in the world of music and he would help the guest stars are super important so potentially he would help get all the guest stars in the show oh cake I love cake 
Come on, on cake here. Ruby, don't take you to love the town. Love this song. Um, but uh, you know, people just dragged their feet. I don't want to name the people. Not Zach, but representation people dragged their feet in uh, getting us out there. And um, I talked to somebody at Fox because I just finally went around the reps. And they were like, oh, no, we just bought a show like this from Dirks Bentley. Both those happened on the... I found out that all four networks passed and that the script that I thought for sure was going to sell probably won't. Just because in both cases, feet were dragged, man. And I didn't get out till October. So it was a big bummer of a week uh, with that. But I will tell you the positive is, uh, man, thank you to all of you who bought the special after the last Fairly Normal. Really fucking appreciate it. You guys came in hard. And then I went on a, a, a podcast called Fighter and, Fighter and the Kid, and I don't know if any of the people from Fighter and the Kid listen to this, but, um, yo, so many of them went, they crashed the fucking site. Crashed the site? The special is getting great reviews from all of you who have seen it if you haven't gotten it man it would uh it would be amazing if you went out and got it i would really appreciate it um trying to put my stamp back down and uh can't do it without you guys obviously so uh but thank you guys very much for everyone who went out and got it um and uh yeah it for i have to tell you by the way so when i was flying here uh, you guys know I take my edible. Okay. So, and you guys also know, I think farting on planes is super funny. When I do it. And you know what? If somebody does it once or twice, like, tip of the hat. You know what? I, uh, I, I, the game respects game. You know what I'm saying? But the dude sitting next to me, and it was him. And now, okay, so I get to the airport, and uh, I never buy first-class tickets. I don't know what kind of money you guys think I'm making. Not first-class ticket money. And uh, But I, I fly so much that I get upgraded a bunch. So, <laughs> so I sit down, and I'm getting high, and um, the edible kind of hits me. I'm super psyched. I did some Facebook Live stuff. Oh, hell yeah! Little Silver Cross. Little Silver Cross. I don't know if you guys know Little Silver Cross. Oh, yeah. White Reaper. World's greatest band. Um, The world's best American band. I'm sorry. Um, So, uh... I sit down. I'm high. Getting high. And this dude, I, I just smell this. I don't know how to explain it. And as somebody who flies a lot and and the, your gas is definitely worse on planes for whatever reason. But it was so bad. And for sure it was him. Because, look, you got to be slyer than adjusting your seat, adjusting yourself in your seat. And then having the smell come out. Like, you're not, not fooling anybody. But this smell was so bad. Like, all I... Like, I... Okay. I don't know what he ate. But you know, like... 
It smelled so bad that I know for sure it felt like he must have farted two razor blades that had come off, like come off the surfer, the surface of the sun. Like, you know those farts that, but it feels like you just shit out like a sword that had been left in the fire. And you're like, God, like you shit out a paper, like you farted a paper cut. You're like, God damn. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know the farts that are so bad where you, you like, <laughs> you know, like, you know the farts that are so bad. Where like right when you fart, you just feel like you need to apologize to people. You're like, I'm so, I'm so sorry. And I should buy you a different meal. I, I don't know what happened to your makeup, ma'am, but I will, I will fix that for you. Like bad, like super bad. This dude should have been. He should have bought everybody a drink. How do I know it was him? Forget just the adjusting. I am going to tell you something gross. So when I was a kid, my brothers used to hold me down and fart in my face and my mouth and the whole thing. You know, and then you got to the point where you're like, hey, I can either get punched and they can fart in my face or they can just fart in my face. So you stop struggling. You kind of just let it happen. You know what I mean? And um, so you kind of know some things that you shouldn't know. And all I'm going to tell you is this. I knew it was him. Because of the crispness, the freshness, the intensity of the smell. There's no way that traveled more than six inches. Because you know what it smells like when it comes out of you immediately. It's thick and it's like a wall. It's like a wave. That's what hit me, the wave. It got to the point, guys, where they, you know, it was an overnight flight. So they gave us some uh, pillows. Like... I was putting my pillow over my face and looking at him just so my eyes were peering over the pillow and he was watching his iPad and I would not. I just stared at him. I stared at him because it happened the whole flight. The until he fell asleep. Thank God he wasn't those dude, one of those dudes who farted in his sleep until he fell asleep. And then when he woke up, it started again. And I finally had to tell him. Hey, just so you know, not okay. Not okay, man. You know what I mean? Like, but then again, turnabout is fair play. Like, I felt like I should say something to him. And then I was like, but how many people have I smoked out? I remember on one overnight flight, the guy from the row in front of me stood up. And turned around and said out loud, hey, whoever's doing that, you stop it. We all paid for our seats. Yeah. How about that? Atmosphere, everybody. Call you. If you're not listening to Atmosphere, I don't know what the problem is. So it was. And then so the plane lands, right? And it's just been a, a an emotional, physical just journey. And he gets out of his out of the he gets out first, and uh, we're in the fourth row, and there's only four rows in this first class. And we get out, he gets out, and um, I'm about to walk. He's about to walk, and I go no 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 no, and he goes what's up? I go I'm walking in front of you, and he smiled and he goes fair enough. He knew. 
He'd been gassing me out the entire... I'm not walking behind him for one second. I've already... I know him inside and out. I don't need to, I don't need to be anywhere close. Um, hey, guys, let's be honest with each other. Can we be honest? Who the fuck cares if Kanye went to visit Donald Trump? He's a crazy person. Kanye West... Yo, even if he was talking about how much he hated Trump, what I would tell you is he is a crazy person. Who gives a fuck what he does? He needs medication. He's chemically imbalanced, self-admitted. He goes high, he goes high and low. This dude is insane. Why do you give if you like Trump, you should be like, hey, get that crazy motherfucker out of the Oval Office. He's making a circus of it. More of a circus than it already kind of is. Like, I don't understand why people are excited. And if you're on the left, you should be happy that that crazy motherfucker went to the cuckoo's nest. He even made Trump look at him like this dude is out of his fucking mind. Who gives a shit fuck what he's doing? He makes zero sense. Why do we give this dude a fucking platform? I get that it's a good sign bite and it's saying everyone we got. But guys, at some point we have to start balancing out good sound bites with shit that just is bad for the country. Why are we arguing about Kanye West? Who gives a fuck? Who gives a flying fookski? You know what I'm saying? Let him talk to Trump. Let him not talk to Trump. I don't give a shit. Let him sell, sell shoes. Let him not sell shoes. Let's get him to stop talking. Let's get him to stop putting... Let's stop putting microphones in his face. He's fucking insane. And he talks in circles. Like what he believes right now, you've seen. He may not believe... Five years from now, uh, he he, and I don't understand. By the way, Rage Against the Machine, Snake Charmer. Good stuff. Uh, ooh, uh, you know what I mean? Like, come on, everybody! Come on, everybody! Come on, everybody. It's pretty ridiculous. Uh, I, I think the entire, the fact that either side is making a big deal that fucking Kanye West is at the White House. What, was he wearing sweatpants? Like, who gives a shit? Hey, everybody, guess what? Kid Rock's at the White House. Who gives a fuck? Yo, even if you said, hey, Tom Hanks is in the White House, I don't care. I don't care. Who cares if they're at the White House? Who fucking cares? There's so many other things to worry about. So many more important things to know if fucking Yeezy was out the White House. Oh, my God. We're at a place... Where it's we're so tribal that common sense makes zero difference. 
You are like you are not allowed to live somewhere where you say, "Yeah, I think this is right, but I also think this is right." There, we are so fucking tribal that if I was a Democrat, I'd actually be like, "Good, I'm glad Kanye's there. He's insane. He's." Do we think that Kid Rock and Kanye West are adding validity to this guy? Right, that's what I would say. And if I'm a Republican. It's whatever, guys. And if I'm a Republican, I'm thinking the same thing, actually. These people are insane. Why why do Kid Rock and Kanye West add credibility to this president? We don't want these crazy motherfuckers. Kid Rock is a guy. That's the guy that you want voicing his political opinions. Kanye West. Those that's what you want to hang your hat on. It's like the opposite. If I was the Democrats, I'd be like, good. And if I was Republicans, I'd be like, get those crazy fucks out of there. You know what I mean? But I go the same thing, man. I, 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 I'm all for uh, celebrities voicing their opinion and getting behind whatever cause they want. If I had something to me that was super important and I have a platform, you're fucking A right I'm going to use it. Why else am I going to use the platform? If I don't use the platform, what a waste of the platform. Totally get... I just don't understand why we put more emphasis on who they're supporting pro or con now it's great again to have the stage but like like i said who cares if they're fucking there just because kanye's there doesn't mean that black people all of a sudden like trump that's a false narrative but i would also say it doesn't necessarily mean that he's not swaying people and who the fuck cares? Let's please deal with some shit that's way more important. Where is our common sense? What is going on? You, you, oh, come on. Old school run DMC. For you, fresh. This is Rockbox, everybody. It makes no sense. You know, I go back to like, if we talk about this Brett Kavanaugh thing, first of all, Dr. Ford was incredibly believable. Anybody who watches her and says she's a liar, I, I, I'm not on board with that. I'm not on board with that. You know? It just is not the case. You, you you can't watch that and tell me that she was not credible. Um, and whatever you want to say about him. You know, it's interesting how we read into people's reactions. Because if she had gotten angry, I'm sure there would have been people like, there's just an angry woman. But since she, you know what I mean? And But since he got angry... If he had stayed quiet, not got angry or emotional, I'm sure some people would have been like, well, he obviously did it. He's not emotional. You know? There was no right reaction by any of them. I'll tell you the truth. There wasn't a right reaction for either one of them. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just talk this out, out loud. First of all, I don't think 
he should have been nominated, but not because of the sexual assault charges. Look, the FBI does its due diligence. The law is the law. I believe in due process. I do believe her. I also believe having the pitchforks and tiki tortures out for him is not fair. It's not fair. We live in America. You don't get accused and then go right to jail. You just don't. Now, I don't like the way he was he, he was clearly partisan. The thing he said about Democrats, I just think it's rough, man, because you're supposed to get up there on the bench and not it 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 is really crazy to me that we talk about judges being Democrat or Republican. Because they're not supposed to think about either. When they're supposed to look at the law, interpret the Constitution. It's not supposed to be who you vote for. So that, to me, is really scary. But I also don't like how easily and um, flawlessly and fluently he lied. Just about stuff like the drinking and the and the... You know, the things in the yearbook. Look, if you're lying, it's lying. That, that made me, man, why are you lying? Why are you lying? You can't lie and then and tell me you want to be appointed to the highest bench in the country. That That's the only thing for me, honestly. He lied. He lied. Now, I get he was attacked. And he felt attacked and all that stuff. Totally get it. But he lied. And, and this is whether he's treated fairly or not. Whether his family was put through... I'm sure for his wife and kids, fucking terrible for that to come out of nowhere about your dad or your husband. Terrible. And, again, not demeaning or diminishing what Dr. Ford and her family went through. Fucking terrible. But that's where we are in this country. Victims fucking run through the ringer. Why don't people come out sooner? You saw and here's another thing, guys, for those of you who are like, why don't people come out sooner? I don't hear you saying about the young that about the young boys or the teenage boys who were molested by the church. I don't see you yelling, yelling at them about why didn't you come out earlier? It must not be true. No. Where, where's that? When it happened to the young men in the church, well, how come you're not yelling at them about going to the police? You know what I mean? Can't be a double standard there. But like, and this is, and this is just facts and I'm not saying this is the case here, but here's what happens with things of 36 years ago. You know, I read a study once and by the way, guys, I believe Dr. Ford. So take it easy, but I'm going to say this. I read a study once where they did this test where they had people walking out in, in the dark in this, like the woods, you know? And they were hiking up a trail and somebody jumped out and I forget if they jumped out with like a bat or they jumped out with just their hand in the air, but it was dark and they scared everybody. And then when they interviewed the people right after it happened, I think there were eight of them and I think they got five different, oh, it's a man's world.
Um, it's funny that this song comes on. But so I read, and and you got, out of the eight people, there were five different recollections of what happened because of the trauma, and the in the uh, somebody remembered somebody have a bat in their hand. Somebody remembered that they jumped out of the bush with a knife. You know, something really traumatic. When I was a kid, um, had a little a little accident, right? And my brother came, ran downstairs, and he heard me screaming. And, you know, at the time, it was the most pain I'd ever been in my entire life. And he and I have two completely different memories about what happened. You know what I mean? So, like, and I don't think he's lying, and I don't think I'm lying. But we have two completely different memories about what happened. Now, take that. For what you will, I still believe her. But trauma, years, I'm sure you guys have had experiences with other people and they remember it differently. And you're like, well, that's not how I remember it. You know, there's something like, um, there's this, I remember vividly me, my brother Dan, my brother Jonathan playing in a room in um, a house, an apartment we used to live in when we were kids. And um, my brother got whapped in the nose, ran out bleeding, and and that to me is how he got his deviated septum, right? And my, both my brothers are like, you weren't there when it happened. And I was like, no, no, I was there, I remember it. And they're both like, no, you weren't there. I remember it in my brain. I can see it happening right now. When they see it, I'm not there. Again, I'm not saying that she's lying. And I'm not saying, let me let me go back and say this too, because I just thought of this. And, and this is terrible. It's also possible, guys, um, that it was such a non-issue to him. Incubus. Make yourself. It's also possible that it was such a non-issue to him. I know this is going to sound terrible. He doesn't remember it. It's also possible that that's just kind of what his M.O. was at parties. And maybe he did that, and maybe, but he doesn't remember it. I know that sounds callous and terrible. I'm going to tell you something absolutely horrible. I couldn't name everybody in my life that I've had sex with. No way. That's not like a brag or anything, but some of them were just not memorable to me. I can't tell you if I'd remember the person if they stood in front of me from 20 years ago. I have no idea. Maybe I would. Maybe I wouldn't. I guarantee you, I know there are a couple of people that I hooked up with on spring break uh, when I was a freshman in college. They could be standing right in front of me. I would have no idea. They could say we had sex and I'd be like, okay, maybe. I, I don't know. Is that terrible? Because at the time, there was nothing telling me that I needed to remember this, and it wasn't nothing memorable. And so if this was how he acted, maybe he honestly doesn't remember that party. Now, with his little calendar, you would think he'd remember everything. But 
You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's possible 30 years later that it did happen, but she's mixing up houses and rooms and people who are there. You know what I mean? 36 years ago, guys, if you ask me about parties in high school, and there was some, there was a recently, somebody from my high school re- was like, do you remember when? All right, I'll give you an example. Uh, there's a friend of mine, Greg Finch, I went to high school with. And by the way, guys, this is not me here excusing. This is me just pulling everybody out of the tribe and going, hey, man, to to uh, hang this dude publicly. Now, again, I don't think he should have been appointed for a lot of reasons. And also, can't we find somebody... Who doesn't have any of these allegations? Like the dude they nominated before went right through. Can't we just can't we just find somebody who doesn't have it? You know, but in high school, I there was a guy named Greg Finch who was a good friend of mine. We had a buddy. He had a, a brother, Gary. And Gary and I, for whatever reason, when we used to see each other at the parties, we'd headbutt each other hard. And there was one party. Where we headbutted each other so hard. And I was talking to a friend of mine. You remember that time when I, I headbutted Gary? And and he said, yeah, at, at so-and-so's house. And I go, no, no, it was at, it was not there. And I told him where I thought it was. He was like, no, nah, dude. We were at the same party. You know what I mean? Guys. And I know we're not talking about being raped and the trauma. So I believe her. I'm talking about him. It is possible that you're talking about him or talking about something that he truly has no recollection of. Truly has no recollection of. I do think he knows that he drank a lot. I do think maybe with all this coming up, some of the anger was him being embarrassed. But it's possible that he has no recollection of it. It is very possible. Guys, like, and I want to say this. He, uh, have you ever, let me ask you. So if you're, this is why I think, and I'm just using this case as an example for the mob. But I could give an example of, you know, Al Franken too. Not the same, this guy and Al Franken, but like, I mean, left or right. But, and I said this about Ryan Lochte. I'll use him as an example. You know, you are ready to excuse people that you know. Like Ryan Lochte's family, you know, when he was in the Olympics and he peed on gas station wall and tore. And these people were ready to crucify this fucking guy. Fucking spoiled American, fucking Lochte, fucking, fucking. But if I had told you, hey, man, your brother is in a different country and he's being arrested and detained because he peed on a wall. And ripped a poster off of it. You'd be like, what the fuck? He just peed on a wall and ripped a poster off of it. You know what I'm saying? Now, the made-up story was dumb. Because he's dumb. But, like, you know what I'm saying? You excuse people that you know. Because you know, oh, that's not who they really are. Let me ask you women something. When you were in high school or college, did you know anybody 
that was aggressive or did something to you or one of your friends. But now when you think about it, you're like, nah, I would never say anything to anybody about it because he's a better guy now or he's grown out of it. But you're excusing it because you know him and you know he's one of your friends or you don't want to ruin his life because he's got a nice wife and a nice family now and it was a long time ago and what he did there. Do you know what I'm saying? Are you excusing something for somebody that you know? And if so, why is it different for other people? Now, the other side. I can't, I can't believe there are people who think that this woman would put herself through this for any kind of political gain. Guys, you understand. People know now what social media will do to them when they come out, if they come out late. They will get killed. This woman was super brave, really brave. You don't think she knew what was going to happen? You don't think she knew the chances of her getting him taken down off the bench was like astronomical? You don't think that she knew this would turn into a soap opera and she still did it. The people who are calling her a whore or a bitch, like it's just like the same people who are getting on my friend Rebecca Corey for saying that shit, that saying that stuff about Louis C.K. and Dana and, and Julia. You're blaming them for him taking his dick out. How are they to blame how is she to blame for this happening to her? If you should be mad at anybody, you would be mad at him or whoever you think did that to her. I don't know how the people who are supporting him in, his, in the sexual assault case can still support the fact that he blatantly lied. And still want somebody on the Supreme Court that fucking just lied. That's my problem. There's no way you're going to prove the sexual assault. There's no way you're going to prove it. And I do believe, just like in the First Amendment, even when I hear people saying shit that I don't like and I think is fucking bleh and ridiculous and inciting shit. And I know a lot of friends now that I feel like I'm going to have to start unfollowing comedians because I'm like, you are inciting shit. But, like, come on. He lied. He fucking lied about how much he drank, how he drank, the keggers, the the thing about the uh, Renate or whatever. That was Alice in Chains, Rain When I Die, by the way. He lied. How are we going to have a, a judge that lied and chastised the Democrats? That's my problem. You know, I, I can't. I Even if you're like, yeah, man, what he did, what happened to his family was terrible. Agreed. But then when he had a chance to testify, he fucking lied. And if you don't think he lied, come on, guys. Again, you're just picking a team and deciding whatever that team said was right. If he had, I love this, China plates, massive wagons, 
It's just, you know what I'm saying? And by the way, whatever side you lie on, well, I think we can all agree he came across as just the type of dude in high school that I would have fucking hated. I mean, crushing skis, bro. You know, we were at the gym, took our workout seriously. You know, football practice, crushing brewskis. You know, with like, <gasps> I mean, can are we? Uh, I mean, you know, he put he he he. You know, he, he when he was in high school, he must have belonged to that fraternity, Tapakega Brew, the TKB. Come on, come on, bro. He was a. It's our first bro. It's our like we got a real bro on the bench. So I hope there's some ordinance about sleeveless shirts and he can help free the nipple. I love, you know what I love? I love the free the nipple. By the way, I think if women want to take their shirts off and walk around with their tits out, fine. I, I, it's going to cause some problems. (laughs) Like you can't have your tits out and not think people are going to look. When dudes have their shirts off and they walk past me, I'll, I check out everybody's physique, men, women. Sometimes I check out a dude's physique because I, I think I'm going to try to get a shoulder like that. Call me whatever you want. I'm very secure with who I am. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm all free the nipple. And I think it's funny that you think it's men who are stopping it. You think it's men who are stopping you from? I don't, I can't imagine it is. And if they are, I think we should all just have a quick little talk with them about what the fuck is wrong with them. You know what I mean? Um, all right, guys. I'm sorry I went on that. And I know I didn't tell you know me. I don't write down my points like other people. Uh, I don't like I don't. I just want to go back to common sense. Like who fucking cares if Kanye goes to the White House? Who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? Uh, I think it's dangerous. Uh, and I do want to say this also, guys. If When you're on social media, get off. It's people riling. It's all people riling each other up. Come on, get off. I know it's bad for my business. It really is excessively bad for my business. But I've just started. I'm not on Twitter as much. I try to post those parenting tips on um, Facebook and Instagram, but that's it, man. You know, I want to breathe and I want to live. And, you know, I spent three days in Joshua Tree with with uh, Beth and it was so good. Just being out there and just. And it reminded me just, man, get away, put the phone down, clear your head, turn off the news for a day. And just look around. I love this band, guys. The Beaches. This is Late Show. Also, on the Fairly Normal feed, I am going to start releasing all of the Controlled Chaos shows. So even if you don't watch it, you'll be able to listen to it on the podcast. um, On this feed. So that'll be fun. Um, comedianjoshwolf.com for tour dates. Go buy my special. I'm in Vermont next week. 
Uh, that's my birthday. I think I'm there the 18th, 19th, and 20th. So come check that out. After that, I got a week off, and then I'm in San Jose, California, everybody. Um, and yeah, you know what? One last thing to you, Fairly Normalers, who went out and bought the special and sent me messages and responded, thank you. Thank you. You know, I didn't make the same plea on, not plea, but I didn't have the same conversation on Prince and the Wolf because I that's not the same people as you are. We have shared some intimate, deep shit. I'm about as honest as I can be with you guys. And, I, and one of the reasons, by the way, on this podcast, I try not to get into too many serious world issue shit is because you know I use this podcast just as a stream of conscience. I know for sure I left some things out with that Kavanaugh Ford thing. I'm sure people are listening right now like, this motherfucker. You know, whatever, I, I believe her and I don't think he should have been nominated. Not, by the way, because of the sexual assault thing, just because he lied. The sexual assault thing, so it's impossible to prove. And at the end of the day, facts matter. And whatever your emotional response is to that, facts matter. And we can't just start ditching him now because we don't like what this guy has to say. It's just not okay, you know? And I wish it had been held... I wish that had been a more private thing. I wish it just had been. Um, but nothing's private anymore, you know? Which is too bad. For both their families, the Fords and the Kavanaugh's. Both their families. Um, but... It's so important now more than ever, and I say this all the time, to be kind. Be kind. Come on. When you see somebody with their Birkenstocks and their wire rim glasses and you're wearing your eagle hat with the American flag on it, um, go say hi. Show them that you're a real person. Oh, I can't believe this song is playing. Met you on a springtime day. You were my <laughs> it's called It's Sad to Belong. It's, I don't even want to tell you who it is. England Dan Seals and John Ford Coley. It's some soft classic rock. We're going to fast forward to the next song. This will be the last one. Oh, shit. Take me home, country road. John Denver. Um, Again, guys, now more than ever, go out, be kind to each other. And remember, common sense. And when you hate somebody and what they did that you saw on the news and you read that story, put your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad, your son, your daughter in that headline. Would you be just as mad? Or would you be like, I know them, they're good people, let's give them a shot. Because if you're like, I know them, they're good people, let's give them a shot. That same graciousness has to be afforded to stranger. Now, there are certain things that just do not. And if there was proof, proof, right, that this dude sexually assaulted her, 
And I believe her, by the way. But if there was proof, yeah. But if your brother was accused of something from 30 years ago and he vehemently denied it, you'd have his back. Why? Because you're like, I know him. He did not do it. And it was 30 years ago. What are we talking about? Right? You have to afford the stranger the same presumption. You have to, guys. Or you have to afford the person that you don't agree with. I, it was so funny. All of the excuses from people that I heard about Al Franken, and he got railroaded too, were all the Democrats. It was just a picture. She said herself, all this stuff. There were excuses for him. Bill Clinton still talks and has speaking engagements that people can't wait to hear. And dude, one of the smartest guys in the fucking known world. I love listening to him talk. But what about the rape shit that he was accused of? We're okay with that? We're still behind? We're still Team Bill? Why is it different than the the Trump accusations? Because we like Bill? It can't be. It can't be. You know, Monica Lewinsky is just the one that we know about. It can't be. By the way, I love listening to Bill Clinton, but like it can't be. It can't. You can't just excuse somebody because you like their politics or they think the way you think. We've got to go across the board. West Virginia. That's it, guys. The most political thing I've ever done. Go get Father of the Year. I, I'm, I'm thinking about this. Now I'm not even going to listen to it back. I'm just going to put it out. We'll see what happens. I love you guys. As always, one of the reasons that I love this group is that we don't yell at each other. We just don't. We're, we're good about holding conversations. You think I'm wrong? Reach out. I would love to have a conversation with you. I, I like to be shown things that I don't know. If I forgot something, reach out. Tell me. But if you're going to be like, hey, fuck Tard, save that shit. All right, everybody. Wilco, Sons of Star. I love you. Another Control Chaos next week. Another Fairly Normal next week. I hope you're enjoying those Control Chaos. We'll talk to you. Watching the TV